Welcome everyone to XP Hunter. I'm your new frenemy companion and sometimes love interest, Lee. Make no mistakes, whether you're a grizzly, time-hardened, white mage, a newbie knight, or a slightly perplexed non-gamer who has no idea about any of the words I'm saying, all are welcome here. This is episode one. Thanks for joining me. And I want to start this where all, you know, good games start, which is character creation. Uh, and, you know, I want to just explore with you guys and, you know, myself, basically, uh, life juxtaposed through video games. So, you know, I mean, we all know how the story starts. You know, a girl meets a boy and they find themselves in any number of compromising scenarios. And nine months later, boom, there you are. You know, a joy to behold, a new life born into the world. But in video games, it's a little bit more simple. And actually, there's something extremely cathartic about creating your own character in a video game. And, you know, me personally, I think whenever I go to create a character in a video game that allows it, uh, my favorite of which is the Mass Effect trilogy, there's something very satisfying about picking your eye color and your eyebrow height and your hair color and your hairstyle. And sometimes your your body build, you know, you get to be like heavy set, muscular, thin, uh, and that's the kind of control you, you don't get in your real life. I mean, in some games it can get really, really deep, um, in video games and tabletops, obviously, if you've ever played D and D, your character can have anywhere that uh, this whole plethora of, you know, attributes, including like whether you're going to be a mage and use magic and heal people, or you're going to be a swordsman and you have to have a lot of dexterity and, uh, strength muscles and the like and a lot of people that I've talked to uh including myself actually you spend hours creating this character you know you're making sure that their hair is just the right shade that it you know pops with their their <laughs> their iris color and that they don't look too homely and that they kind of reflect who you are or I guess what your fantasy self would be you know we spend a lot of time thinking about these things and then you go to play the game and me personally, I mean, we all know video games for all, as far as they've come since their creation, they are particularly linear, right? There's a story and even games that have branching dialogue trees, uh, it's pretty linear. There's there's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end, and there's a very limited amount of choices and finite uh, amalgamations of how everything's going to come together. However, with characters, me personally, I haven't run into this, but I have talked to quite a few people who say with characters that they put so much time and effort into making sure that they reflect exactly what it is that they wanted them to physically look like, you know, from their hair color to their eyes to their height. Uh, those characters, a lot of the playthroughs don't stick with them. And this really uh, pertains mostly to RPGs um, because, you know, if you're playing Call of Duty, they kind of don't give you this whole background story and don't, they let you pick your, you know, loadout. They let you pick your guns and stuff like that, but they don't let you pick what you look like. You don't get to design your character. And a lot of people who, in RPG games, who do get to pick their characters and what they look like find that they have less of a connection to those characters. And I, I haven't found that with myself, me personally. I love the characters I create. I'm like, mm, you, you know, you're out here, you know, kicking butt and taking names and looking good doing it. That's right, you know? And the the, the existentialism, the, the seeing yourself through this character, they said that even though they created a character to look like themselves, they couldn't identify with the person, with this, this um, best or 
fantastical version of themselves, even though it was supposed to help them create or connect with this character, rather, it actually set them apart from the character because they couldn't see the the physical version of themselves that they made in this game taking the actions that were given to them in the game because again games are linear and there's only a set number of choices that you can actually make xp hunter every week we're gonna have like a little challenge this week's challenge for all my new xp hunters out there uh, i want you to create a character it doesn't need to be anything as deep as a DD character you can find my personal character sheet uh, posted on our Pinterest, on our Instagram, and also um, on our Facebook, which is, which is coming soon. It's coming. We also are, may start a Tumblr, depending on you know what people want. But you just need to have your name and/or alias. Then on top of that, tell us what class you are. Are you support? Are you a heavy? You know, are you a swordsman? You're a white mage. Uh, tell us your alignment. Um, and alignment just is like a I guess a moral amalgamation of what your character is. So if you've ever played a lot of tabletop games, especially D&D or Dungeons and Dragons, for those who don't know, um, it just tells you kind of like your moral standing. So I've taken a quiz, which mind you is like a hundred questions. I've taken a quiz twice and both times it came out neutral evil. So, you know, once is a coincidence, twice is a pattern. So neutral evil is my alignment. Um, and perhaps pick like a cool little symbol you want to represent yourself because we're going to be doing some you know competitions actually gaining xp for people who finish challenges and there may may just be cool prizes for people who you know get you know level up so this week create a character sheet um you can email it to me if you'd like at the xp hunter lee at gmail.com and i will post it on the instagram and you know, give you a little shout out here and read out your character sheet so everyone can kind of know who the competition is or who, who our newest clan member is. Um, and across the board, you can find us at XP Hunter, uh, regardless of what social media it is. You are listening to XP Hunter. Now, getting back into character creation. So, uh, with video games, I, I like to you know, talk them out with people a lot of times. And again, guys, we're not just going to talk about video games. We're going to be talking about anime. We're going to be talking about comics. We're going to be talking about uh, the subcultures or um, cultures that stem from video games, whether it's dev teams, whether it's uh, e-gamers, whether it's, um, you know, comic artists, comic writers, whether it's uh, new tech that's coming out. You know, VR is kind of popping right now. Um, and, um, augmented reality not just virtual reality but we're going to be talking about all of it because <laughs> these are the things that, that we create in life video games movies um things like that we create them all because they're just a, a, an extension of our ourselves a way to express ourselves to other people and uh kind of see ourselves in not the harsh light of reality <laughs> because sometimes reality is really 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 depressing and and the stories that we face in a lot of video games tabletops and handheld games and the like are also very depressing but they give us this message in kind of a um, softer way and it's a lot easier to digest and to dissect and 
get over. I mean, I can't tell you how many games I've played that just had me all in the feels. Um, Shadow of Final Fantasy VII, like, you're like, there's all these subplots and the bad guy is like truly bad. And uh, being able to relate to the character, i.e. the character that you've created at the beginning of this, um, versus the character who's just, you're just given, you know, this is how they look. These are, the, these are their attributes. Um, you can improve them as you go, but you can't change them. Um, sometimes it makes it a lot easier because you didn't have to put any effort into it. You are experiencing this story through someone else, which is a lot of times how we experience stories as people, um, that <clears throat> stories that aren't about ourselves. Um, so you're playing Call of Duty and you're Sergeant, you know, Major, whoever, and that's what it is. There's no question. You're just, you're experiencing his story through him. That's, that's normal. That's how we experience things. But when you go to create a character and you've made this character and you see them as yourself and then you go out to do this mission and it's like, well, you can either, you know, save this boat full of people or you can save that boat of people full of people, but you can't save both. So one boat of people is going to die and you have to make that decision and you only get the decisions that are scripted by the game creators. And so now it's like, well, you can only save one. Which one do you want to choose? Your mom and best friend and your entire family is on the left ship. And then the love of your life is on the right ship. Which ship are you going to choose? Pick one, pick one, pick one, pick one. And then you pick one and you decide to destroy whichever. I'm not going to tell you guys which one I would pick. And I can't tell you which one you guys would pick. But I mean, yikes, someone's going to die. And then you're sitting there like, I would never make that decision. I would find a way to save them. And that takes you out of the story because you've made this character who is essentially you through and through or, you know, what you want to look like. And this this person who's you is poised to make a decision and all the decision options you have don't reflect any decisions that you would actually make or the thought pattern that you would put into making that decision. So now you're pulled out of the game instead of, being pulled in, which is what more game developers want, because that's what keeps us playing games is being invested in the characters, being invested, invested in the story rather. And the second that your character has to make a choice that you don't like or a choice that you think you would make differently, you are disinterested and you don't want to play anymore. Or you just start a new character and you just play them uh, without, you know, customization. Uh, and I think that's super, super funny because a lot of times in video games, you know, we're blindly playing it. We're like, yep. I mean, at this point, video games have been around for a very, very long, long time. Um, and I've been playing for more than 20 years myself. And the story kind of remains the same, right? You know, the character is called to action. And, you know, they go to save the day. They pick up some friends and some enemies along the way. You know, there are all these side quests that you kind of do so you can get more XP's that you can, you know, have stronger uh, weapons or stronger attacks and the like and when your character uh <laughs> sorry guys kind of lost a thought there um when your creative character can't uh make a decision okay yeah oh found it found the thought again guys i found the thought again so when you're um, doing a mission when you are following a set path that's been created by 
the developers or the the writers of the game and you're prompted to make a decision a lot of people feel like well I do this differently or I do that differently mind you this is just like that nothing has changed right between let's say a story you play on a randomly generated character versus a character that you created the storyline doesn't change nothing's changed it's kind of all in our heads and I think uh, video games are a way for people to um, disconnect kind of from uh, the reality harsh realities or whatever it's a way to uh, be it's a way to confront situations uh, without having to confront them really I mean in any tabletop game video game or you know even I mean angry birds uh, there's death and destruction the thing about it is when we see it in a video game we're kind of desensitized to it right like it's not a big deal it's not real uh, it's a game these, these are pixels on a screen moving and being recolored and disappearing and being moved um, and so we really don't think about it but when it actually is what's actually happening is nothing different than what's happening in real life it's just that when we're presented literally with ourselves um, in a sense through the creation of a character that we wanted uh, the way we want them to look the attributes we want them to have uh, it it brings us too close to reality again and it takes us out of it because again no one wants to you know it's like oh yeah I, I you know I'll be a, a character killer you know uh, in games where people literally set out purposely to hurt other players to uh, steal their stuff or whatever which does happen in some games um, there's also a very popular anime called Sword Art Online that follows that kind of plot where there's there are people in the game who just they just kill other characters and it's like well that's fun I mean it's fun to be the bad guy but it's like in real life would you follow that plot would you want to be the bad guy if you knew that it was really going to affect someone's life and odds are I think I can't say I would I would put it up for you know a an ambiguous statistic of like I'll say like seven out of ten people would probably say no right because once you feel like it has actual repercussions um, you don't, you don't want to be a part of that. You want to make the, the decision that you think is morally the best. Um, and, and I think that's really interesting. <laughs> uh, again, guys, you can participate by emailing me at xphunter at gmail.com. Uh, and, you know, just telling me about yourself or your character that you're going to be creating. Um, you can also, uh, message me on Instagram. You can at at XP Hunter Lee. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to be starting a Pinterest just because I like Pinterest. It helps organize ideas. Uh, we'll be having extra content. So we're going to be going on some quests. Um, of course, I'm going to have some companions, maybe some frenemies. We're going to go out and do fun things and explore and gain some XP so that, you know, we can level up. And so the places. <clears throat> the places we go are going to be on the Pinterest. You know, the people we meet are going to be on Pinterest. We're also going to, you know, just do some some silly things. We're going to do some DIY. Uh, one of my big interests is cosplay. So I'm going to be getting into cosplaying and uh, game gaming fashion, which is it's not new, but it is an up and coming 
section of fashion that I'm really into. And so that will also be on the Pinterest. Again, across the board, it's XP Hunter or XP Hunter Lee. Uh, you can find the direct info just on our, on our Instagram. There will be tons and tons of cool like pictographs and everything you can check out. Um, so uh, getting back to character creation. So one of my favorite games, again, is Mass Effect. The entire trilogy, I don't acknowledge the piece of blam that came after that they decided to tap the name onto, which was underdeveloped and rushed and just all sorts of sorts of bad. Um, and in it, you can you can design your character pretty much to the like nines, right? You can pick your body build so you can be uh, chubby or fat. You can be thin, athletic, whatever. You can be uh, a variation of skin tones. Mind you, even till today, 2019, skin tone, um, <laughs> skin tones, it's like, it's always very awkward because like you're trying to pick a character that is a specific shade and it's never exactly the right shade. Like uh, I usually pick to play, you know, Shepard, Femme Shep, always Femme Shep. I played as male Shep, didn't really like him. He, he's, he's kind of like the archetype of every military character you've ever you know, played before. Um, so always fun ship. And I try and play it as like a brown character. And every time I try and get like brown, it like gets more red or more like more orange. It's never actually brown. It's very strange. But whatever. You can pick their skin tone. You can pick how wide their mouth is, how big their lips are, where their mouth is positioned on their face. The same goes for their nose, their eyes, their eyebrows. And uh, you can kind of sort of do makeup uh, in the trilogy. It's, it's like iffy. It's kind of like eyeshadowy and some lipstick, but not really. Um, kind of gets deep in the the Mass Effect that shall never be named. Um, but uh, I created my character. And as soon as I started playing and I saw, you know, I saw the character moving around, you know, interacting with the NPCs. I was like, yep, I love this character. She's great. Um, and the, the, for me, I feel like it was just a perfect storm because not only did I like that I got to pick my character, A, I got to make my character female, which is a whole nother, you know, episode to talk about females in gaming, whether that's on the dev side or, or actually in the games. But here it is. I get to pick a character who has the same naughty bits as me, which helps me get into the game better. Then not only that, I get to pick what she looks like. So she can look exactly like me. She can look like my best friend. And mind you, I picked a shepherd, my favorite shepherd playthrough. Her name was Lila, Lila Shepherd. She was a military brat because uh, you also get to pick their background, the background of your shepherd. So they can be like an orphan. They can be a military brat where both their parents were in the system alliance or uh, they can be an orphan. So I picked military background. She had short red hair, black lipstick and she was she was so cool and the reason why I feel like I didn't have I didn't haven't had the same experience as a lot of people who say that they get taken out of the story because their character has to make decisions they wouldn't make Uh, Mass Effect is a branching dialogue tree kind of game so that means that you make decisions and based on those decisions options are opened or options are closed for you later in the game and so for the most part I think the writing just really kind of offset any kind of issues I would have because you're always given I mean you know in games and I'm pretty sure whether it's tabletop handheld video uh 
you know, choose your own adventure. This is like the rule of threes, right? There's always going to be three. You have to go uh, on a quest to find a magic trident. The trident's been snapped in three, right? That That's kind of the rule. And so with my character, uh, any character really, you're given usually three options. There's the bleh, which is white, the paragon, which is good and it's blue and then renegade which is bad and it's red and so these are the three options you have to choose from so <laughs> ironically it's kind of uh it's kind of a well-known fact that a lot of the quote-unquote paragon options in mass effect are pretty renegade it's like oh you have to solve this uh you have to create a solution to keep um these these people these two different parties from you know fighting in this bar and killing all these people and so it's like okay we're gonna we're gonna go paragon and then you end up killing someone right like <laughs> i don't know if if killing someone is like the paragon option but it happens a lot in mass effect and i think that that was purposeful because the thing is that a lot of people think that like i said if they had to choose make these decisions in real life they're being taken out of it because their character A is too close to them. And so they feel like they wouldn't make that decision. But a lot of times you would. And I think that people don't take that into account. They forget that they're sitting on their couch playing this game through a, a personification of themselves in the video game, whether they're playing the ready-made character that's just given to them or they're playing a character they got to choose. It's still them. They are playing through this person. And so the issue is you're not you sitting on your couch at home or at your friend's house or wherever at some game conference uh watching the events happen you have to remember that you're supposed to be that character in that game and the thing is is that you have choices as a person playing this video game the character in the game and actually technically you yourself do not have options you only have the options that are given to you in the story so if someone is telling you a story and they give you know you're being given a certain set of information so in the scenario that I, I gave a little earlier uh the bad guy's like oh there are two boats filled with people but really you know your your best friend your family are on this boat on the left and you're the love of your life and all these other randos are on this boat on the right and you have to choose and you're like well i wouldn't make that decision to destroy either one of them i know that there's like you know a uh, a secret you know uh <laughs> uh seal team six team that's that's having brunch over at this restaurant and i can just get them and they can come over and save them you don't have all those options you don't you don't know that there's a seal team six uh team having brunch over at this restaurant that's really close to boat the boat on the right and they can save everyone on that ship while you go save everyone on the left you don't know that you only have the information that's being given to you you only have the story as um it's being given to you uh, by the the devs by the the writers and so I think that at times people take their games too seriously and at times they don't take them seriously enough right I mean uh, I can tell you I recall I I've been playing PlayStation since I was like 11 years old um, but I was in college and my mom bought me uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and I think a lot of people don't like it I mean I like all Call of Duties mostly. Black Ops was a little weird, I think, but I, I I was playing it and I'm in there. I'm at I'm in my room and I'm I'm playing and we get to the, the mission where you have to save the Russian president. Why? I have no idea because we don't even like them and they don't like us. But okay, sure. Why not? So we're going to save them. Of course, you get to the evac 
and the evac plane and you get there and you get shot, right? So you fall down. These guys get out of the plane to cover your exit. Someone's dragging you to the plane. They drag you into the plane and the helicopter takes off without the two guys who got out to cover you. And I, I, I nearly died. I was like, wait, what, wait, what's happening? Like, how can we leave them? And then I'm like, oh, I guess that's going to be the next mission. And even the character in the game is like, oh, we can't leave them. We have to go back. And they're like, we can't go back. And they take off uh, in the evac plane out of like a decommissioned like uh, nuclear silo, whatever. And literally the whole little screen <laughs> all the way back, you know, between that mission and the, the next, you know, cutscene, I was like, I was traumatized. And these are for two characters that, that are not really in the game. They're just there for that one section, right? They, they were created to die. But like, it hurt my heart because I was like, I was the lazy, crappy character that got shot in the back right when we got to the evac plane, right? Like how, how cliche could that be? How useless of a character could I be that uh, I got killed? I, well, I almost got killed or I got taken down right that moment. Oh, and, and that is quintessentially where... I was into the game. I mean, war games to me, I, on the, on for the most part, I don't really like them because I, it glorifies war and war is bad. Baby, baby, boo. But for me, like when you're playing this game, you are that character, regardless of whether or not you created it to created them to look like yourself or to uh, be an you know extension of yourself, or they were just given to you and you have to play who they are, how they look, whatever. Uh, the whole point is that you are playing this story. You know, you don't read a historical drama or, you know, a an autobiography and go, well, geez, I mean, I wouldn't have made that decision. That's so silly. You wouldn't do that because essentially video games are just a story. Tabletop games are just a story. And yeah, you have a certain leeway with how the story plays out. But again, you have a very little leeway because this is how the story happened. Uh, and, and that's what a lot of people don't get. It's how it happened. It's already been written. The game is written. This is how the story happened and you are playing through it again, not playing through it as it happens. And so there aren't a lot of options open to you. Um, so that is going to conclude our conversation today. I mean, we can bring it up another time. Again, if you have a question or you have a comment, I will always reply to you. If you send if you send me an email to xvhunterlee at gmail.com, I will definitely reply. And if your comment's super good, I will definitely bring it up on the show just so that other people can hear what you have to say as well and we can all participate let's you know get this mmrpg going guys um so again this week's challenge is for you guys to do a character sheet um you can form it however you'd like but i want an alias and or name your uh attribute so class uh affiliate alignment uh interests hobbies whatever let's get to know each other guys let's clan it up see you guys next time bye